Hey y'all, this is Jen Teague and welcome to this episode of Be a Hiring Hero. This is the podcast for anybody, startups, small businesses, medium-sized businesses, people who are just tired of turnover, can get affordable and effective ways to recruit and hire great employees. And with over, gosh, now two decades of experience, it seems like so much less, but (laughs) time flies when you're having fun, right? Um, But yeah, so I come with a lot of experience in different industries, uh, different situations, different companies. So um, I've seen what doesn't work, but more importantly, I've seen what works as well. And today is no exception. Today we're talking about affordable training that you can offer your employees right now. It takes either very little to get it going or it's totally free. And I'm not kidding y'all, this is good stuff. So make sure that you listen to this episode of Be a Hiring Hero. Before we get too much into this, I just wanted to give you a heads up that I am finalizing a virtual course uh, for anyone that's interested. And what it covers are the different types of candidates you're going to run into and the different types of people that you would want to consider hiring. Now, this isn't just your typical, um, you know, list of people and some characteristics. We're diving deep into these types of candidates. And I've broken it down and we're able to talk about what they expect, what kind of job posting to do, and how they're going to be at the workplace. So um, make sure that you stay tuned. If you're interested, go join my my mailing list, my email list, and um, you could just do a contact me or uh, join my email list, whatever you prefer. But make sure you get on that list because I'm going to be emailing things out um, here pretty soon about that course. And it's something you don't want to miss because I can't emphasize how important it is, especially with the low employment rates that we have, or or excuse me, unemployment rates that we have right now and how competitive everything is right now, how we need to, as, as employers, we need to really speak with our candidates, our ideal candidates, and really capture them. So we're going to talk a lot more in depth about who they are, where they are, what they're thinking, how they're wanting to apply, what they expect from a job. I mean, we go through everything. It's really, really detailed. So go to my website. I'll put the link up in the show notes. Um, Go check it out and then sign up for my email list. That way you get first notice when it is ready to go. Okay, so how do you provide training as either a startup, a small business, someone that doesn't really have that much of a budget or a lot of leeway to provide really good training to your employees or offer it to future candidates or future employees and and still remain competitive. How do you do that? Well, fortunately for you, I have found a lot of great ways to do this. Now, today's episode I am so excited to do because this was uh, a lot of um, really not even researching because I've used all these methods myself. 
but it was a lot of going back and seeing, you know, kind of thinking about how effective they really were. Um, I've done a lot of training programs. I've done those training programs that cost a lot of money. I mean, we're talking experts, we're talking, um, you know, the, the retreats and all that stuff. I've been through those really, really expensive programs. And to be honest with you, I didn't find one that I personally liked. I never really got that much out of those. Now, I'm not saying that all training sessions that are that require a large investment aren't worth it. I'm sure that there are great ones out there. I just never attended any of them. And the things that I found and the things that I list in this article, that which is this podcast episode, really became my tried and true ways to train especially when I really wasn't understanding something and I needed to grasp it fast. So these, I'm going to offer four, um, four ideas to you today that are either really low cost or even free on how to train employees. And they are very good resources. So I hope you don't think this is just something that um, you know, you just kind of jot down on a piece of paper and say, okay, here, go check it out. I mean, these are really great, valuable resources. Um, so valuable, in fact, that um, it was published, this article that I wrote uh, just last week uh, went on recruiter.com. And y'all, so far, there's been almost 7,000 views on this. So people are really wanting to offer training. They just don't know how, and they don't know how to get them the money sometimes, the funds to be able to go out and offer that to people. But I'm here to tell you that it's super easy and it can be very affordable as well, but also effective, which is just as important as the cost. So here we go. We're gonna talk about four ways that you can offer training and resources available to you that are either free or very, very low cost. And just so you know, uh, if you do want to read the article on recruiter.com, I will leave the link up in the show notes. That way you can go back and see for yourself um, if you missed anything, if maybe you're just listening to this in your car, or you're just kind of halfway listening to this at the office or uh, something like that. I know life happens and you can't always take time just to sit down and listen to a podcast. So um, the, the article is going to be linked here as well. So the first way that I really feel is a very effective tool and y'all are probably going to stop and be like, say like what, but uh, trust me on this YouTube. Okay. Now, yes, YouTube can be really abused, right? Like there are a lot of bad videos out there, but there are even better videos out there on how to do different tasks and different things and, and people with different talents. So a lot of coaches will have a YouTube channel and they'll actually offer, um, a YouTube, ch a free YouTube channel on, um, any variety of topics. I mean, we're, we're talking about selling. We've got, uh, ones on how to better use Excel, um, all the way through organization, time management. I mean, you name it. If there's, there's a YouTube channel and an expert somewhere teaching it. And um, the only reason I don't have one is because I just don't have enough videos to, to really justify a channel. Um, I've got one. It's just, it's very um, stagnant right now. But 
Um, but yes, YouTube can be a really great tool. Now, the thing I would suggest as an employer um, is to not just ask your employees, hey, go on YouTube and go train, because that does sound like you don't really care. So um, how do you show them that YouTube can be utilized well? If you do a little bit of research on YouTube and find the things that people really need training on and direct them to the links and say, hey, you know what, saw this great video and thought this would be really great training for all of us or uh, sharing, you know, the, the channel itself, letting them view it on their own time. Um, you know, allow them to watch it at work, allow them to see that, you know, as, as a downtime kind of thing. Um, if you don't want to offer formal training, that's fine. But, you know, give them, give them the, the links to the videos. Don't just ask them to search it themselves. Offer uh, to uh, take suggestions as well. Maybe, you know, ask them, hey, what would you like training on? I can't really send you anywhere. I can't, you know, bring you someplace, but what would you like to learn more about? And go and research those things. It takes a couple minutes on YouTube, watch a few minutes of it, see how legit it is, and you're gonna find some really great videos. So yes, YouTube is a really great resource. And another great uh, free tool that you can use is vendor training. Now, a lot of people don't think about vendor training because they think that when they get a program or they utilize a system of some sort that they purchase, that really the vendor is just there as support and to help, right? Like when things go wrong or to answer questions if things have to happen or to upgrade, you know, whatever, things like that. But Usually, if you are investing into some kind of a system or a program offered by a vendor, they have specialists, they have salespeople, they have um, customer service people, they've got people that are willing to and want to help train you. And even if they don't say that they offer that, they've got, um, they usually, they usually will send somebody or do a conference call. So if you use a very sophisticated system that is purchased by, uh, through a vendor and you spend maybe a monthly subscription on it or something, go and ask somebody at that company if they offer vendor training because they probably do. They just don't get asked for it a lot. So make sure you utilize your vendors because they know the system best. That's all that they know and they're experts at. So utilize that and put it to your advantage and get that training on those systems that people may need. And even if they don't need initial training, like how to set up a system, how to run it, maybe they can come in and offer advice on how to utilize it better and maybe give you even tricks and tips on how to uh, maybe maximize productivity with that program. You just never know with those kind of sessions, I found that those are really, really helpful because you don't always know all of the uh, ins and outs of a program. You just usually use certain sections of it, but there could be things that you could be missing and it's all included in your package. So, um, and you may need it. So you know, it's, it's always worth a shot to try to uh, reach out to your vendor and contact them to find out if they offer training. And this next one is really 
kind of one of my favorites because um, I'm I'm just a learner at heart. I just I want to be a, like a forever student if I could be. I know it doesn't pay the bill, pay the bills, but um, I love school. Like I just love the idea of just your only requirement is to learn. Like that's amazing to me. So. Um, Coursera. Coursera is a really great, and I, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but I'm very phonetical. <laughs> it's probably Coursera or something, but I call it Coursera. So this is uh, Coursera.com. And the uniqueness of this is that it's a lot like Udemy. Now, if you've heard of Udemy, uh, that is where people will do trainings, virtual trainings, um, but it's usually there's a price put to it. So Coursera is actually a lot um, easier to use, I think, and it's it's just much more focused. And the great thing about Coursera is that you are able to get training through reputable universities all throughout the US. And I believe actually they might have, uh, I know that they have Ivy League schools, um, and probably including like Cambridge and um, uh, others that are overseas as well. But um, you can actually go in and sign up for a course for free, taught by top university professors, and audit it completely free. Now, if you don't need a certification or um, anything that requires like testing or quizzes or anything like that, you can audit the course. So what does that mean? Well, it just means that all you're doing is you're, you're watching the courses online, you're getting the information, but you're just not able to take quizzes, you're not able to take the tests, and you're not able to certify. But you get the information. And a lot of times, I've seen that people that have certifications will obtain that certification and then they'll just kind of leave it there. You know, they do what's required of them to keep that certification, but they don't really expand on that certification. So to me, the certification is not as important. Now, there are some times, um, some uh, professions that do require uh, course uh, hours or certifications or um, continuing education, that kind of thing, which this may not be appropriate for. It all just depends on what the requirements are. But if you want to offer free training to your employees on different topics like um, social media, business, leadership, anything like that, they've got some really, really great courses on that. So I do suggest that you, you go and check those out. I'm actually taking one right now. Um, on uh, how to uh, make things uh, viral. So we're talking about social media and making things go viral. And uh, it's just really fascinating to me how, how they put it all together. So anyway, I digress, but um, that was, uh, that's definitely a really great resource for you. And of course, another really great source of, of, uh, of training is podcasts. So you're listening to this podcast right now. You're learning things as you're hearing it. And podcasts are really great. Now, just like YouTube, though, I do suggest that you not just tell an employee or a candidate, oh, yeah, go listen to some podcasts or, you know, find some that you like and go listen. Send them some links and some suggestions and, you know, kind of focus it on what they're wanting or what they need training on. And then they can go out and find their own. And encourage them to listen to them at work. Now, I know that sounds kind of co- um, counterproductive, but believe me, if someone can take 
15, 20 minutes to listen to a podcast at the office when it pertains to their position and their responsibilities, you're going to see a lot more ideas flowing. You're going to get a lot more enthusiasm and a lot more work done and, and better even. So um, let them, you know, do these trainings while they're on the clock. If they're abusing it, of course, that's a different story. But make sure that you do uh, you do kind of guide them in the whole podcast YouTube world because you can get sucked into all the the crazy cat videos or um, you know the painting tutorials <laughs> you can you can get sucked into a bunch of stuff on YouTube especially in, in a podcast so make sure that you direct them and guide them and just give them some suggestions uh, on how on where to, to look and who to listen to and y'all, I do have a confession to make. I lied to you earlier. I am really sorry. I said I had four really effective and affordable ways to train, but I forgot one. So I've got five. So instead of four, there's five. So let's dig into this fifth one. Now, before you start shaking your head and saying, absolutely not, just hear me out for a second. When I tell you, creating your own videos sometimes can really, really be great training tools. Now, if your stomach is churning and you're thinking there's no way, there's a couple ways around it. I promise I got, I've got a couple tips for you. So just stay tuned. Don't, don't, don't tune me out just yet. Okay. So we've got video. Now, a lot of people don't like having a camera in their face and that's totally understandable. You can do slides. If you've got something that employees continue to ask over and over again, maybe uh, there's uh, some kind of questions about culture or company culture, um, history of the company, anything that's kind of repetitive or what we call evergreen, um, which means that you can use over and over again, go ahead and throw it in a video because video is something that you can do once and be done with it. And you're still providing a really valuable tool to your employees. Now, you can do videos one of two ways. You can, like I said, you can do slides, which are awesome and are very effective. So if you don't want to do anything where you're looking at a camera or someone else is in the camera, that's fine too. But if you do want to venture out a little bit and uh, show your your face and you want to, uh, or someone else's face, whoever, whoever wants to be on camera. Um, just a couple things to keep in mind while you're shooting that video. Be aware of your background. The, the reason why your background is so important is because when we watch videos, our minds tend to wander, our eyes wander as well. So when you go in front of a really busy background and it's maybe there's a bookshelf. That's probably the best example I can give you is a bookshelf. So everyone wants to be in front of a bunch of books for some reason. I'm looking at what they're, what those books are. I'm not paying attention to what that person says. I chase a lot of shiny things. And so I, and, and go down a lot of rabbit holes. So I'm looking at what they're reading or what's on their bookshelf. Not so much what the person's saying. So you want to keep your background minimal. And um, by the way, these tips are not just something that I have heard or, you know, got good practices from. These are things I've actually done myself that um, I'm just handing off to you to use however you want to. So, um, but be aware of your background. 
So don't let your, your audience or your employees pay attention to your background more so than what your material is, because you want them to pay attention to the information you're giving, not so much the background. So um, you can use something as easy as uh, like wrapping paper. If you want to take a blank wall, you don't want it to be a white wall, but you want something interesting to look at in the background, grab some wrapping paper, put a couple pieces up, and you've got yourself a great background. I've done that many times uh, with some interesting uh, um, wrapping paper. It's cheap, it's easy to take, to put up, easy to take down, and it makes for a good background as well. And make sure, too, the second tip is to get your lighting right. So you probably want to do this indoors. Um, if you're doing natural lighting, which is outside, um, make sure that you are facing the sun and not looking away from it because that means otherwise you're going to get the shadow effect and it's just going to be a big blob when people look at your video. So um, whenever you're looking at a light, make sure it's facing you. So the light is looking at you and you are looking at the light, not you behind the light or in front of the light because that's going to give you a really weird effect and uh, you don't want to do that. So my suggestion here is um, I've had a desk lamp and usually it's really, really bright when you just put it on yourself. So I'll put like a little piece of, uh, of white paper over it, tape it, and it gives you a really soft effect. So um, I know this sounds like Dollar Tree kind of advice, but you know, that's one of my favorite stores to be honest with you. And it works. It's very effective. You don't have to spend a lot of money on lighting and, and you know, fancy equipment. Um, you can use your phone and just a lamp light with something over it to kind of soften the, the lighting and you're good to go. Um, also too, the third tip I have for you is to have an outline or a script. Now, I'm no good with scripts because I want to read everything perfectly and I want to react perfectly to everything. So I, I can't be too, um, too rehearsed, so to speak. So I have to just have an outline just to make sure that I hit the main points that I'm talking about. But if you're not good with improvising, if you need help with um, maybe, you know, sentences or you just, you feel more comfortable reading, go ahead and do that. Just make sure that your script is done and complete and you know it because if a cue card gets out of hand or, you know, out of place or something, you'll know, hey, wait, this isn't what I was supposed to say next or, um, you know, we need to cut here and then edit this part or, you know, but you'll, you'll feel much more confident when you know what you're going to be talking about. So either have a script or have an outline, but somehow just make sure that you are able to keep on point and you're not just kind of rambling on. And then um, the fourth tip I have for you is that um, if you overthink it, then it's going to kill your video. And y'all, this is coming from me who is an overthinker to death. I mean, I will overthink anything. So actually I do overthink everything. So, <laughs> um, but yes, I am an overthinker by nature and that's what made me so good at recruiting and hiring people. And um, also in the human resources world, um, kind of my, my personal curse as an overthinker is actually a blessing to me in my profession because um, overthinking is something that a lot of us are just natural at. And it's not necessarily a, uh, an 
a low confidence kind of thing. It's just more or less checking all the different angles and uh, ways that things could turn out so that you're better prepared. So, but overthinking in video is not a good thing. So just be relatable. Um, if you decide that you want to do the, uh, the, the camera, you know, on a face and you, you want a person there, uh, make sure that they're relatable, that they're not too scripted and that you're not overthinking everything too much. Um, at the more takes that you have the, and the more times that you stop a video, the less enthusiasm you're going to have and the less that people are going to be as excited about it as you are. So usually your first takes are going to be your best ones. Just overall, just and from experience, I'm just letting you know your first takes are going to be best. But sometimes when necessary, go ahead, take a break, come back refreshed and then continue again. And last tip for creating your own training video is just to keep it simple. Um, you know, there's so many different things that videographers can do and so many different programs out there that can make amazing videos and things that are way beyond my comprehension, but keep it simple, especially if you don't know much about video doing a slideshow is perfect. You can transition when you want to. You can, you know, write as much content as you want to do a webinar. That's fine. Um, even just you sitting in front of your desk and some decent lighting and a good background, very in a, inexpensive, affordable ways to train your employees. So, um, just keep it simple. Don't try to do a lot of transitions. Don't try to add music and you know, all these different effects, just try to keep it simple um, and to the point. And it'll really be more impactful than trying to add some of that flair and that glam into that video. And it'll be much more effective. So um, that, my friends, are the five, not the four, but the five affordable ways you can train your employees. So that wraps up this episode of Be a Hiring Hero. I do hope, as with every other episode, that you got some value out of this and that you were able to find some ways that you may be able to help your employees expand and get better training really affordably and really effectively. And if you are interested in reading that article that I wrote, in recruiter.com, go ahead and click on that link. It's going to be in the show notes. And also to don't forget to sign up for my email list because I am going to be getting my blog up pretty soon. I've got a great course that is coming out. There's not one that I know of out there like this. We're going to be diving deep into the candidate psyche, so to speak. I know that sounds kind of creepy, but this is going to be really helpful for you no matter what your ideal candidate looks like we're going to go through and talk about their expectations on the job what they expect from you as an employer who they are as people their situations their current situations and what they're facing their challenges their struggles their dreams we're going to really dive deep into this that way you really understand that person that you're looking for and it's all going to be available through a virtual course. And um, if you get on my email list, then you'll get the first uh, information about this course. And you might possibly get a special price. 
I'm really bad at surprises, so you'll get a special price. So, um, but you have to be on the email list. So make sure you go sign up, be on my email list, and um, you'll get more information as soon as it is available, as well as that special discount. So until next time, y'all, I can't wait for next week. We've got such a great um, guest coming up, but I can't really say much because I want to make sure it all works out. But um, either way, I've got so many episode ideas. It's crazy and I don't have time to go into all the ideas. So, um, but anyway, make sure you go and favorite this podcast. And um, if you're on iTunes, go and subscribe. Wherever you're listening, make sure that you are part of the Be a Hiring Hero podcast group. So um, until next time, y'all have a great week and go out there and be a hiring hero, the one that you were meant to be.